Hey guys, welcome to, to another episode of Your Empowerment Today. As always, my name is Kimberly Rose Francis and I will be your host today. Today I am joined by my sister, Kayla. Hi guys. And we will be discussing three things. Each of us, no, five things. Five things, right? Yeah. We want to do five things. Five things that annoy us about. (laughs) That annoy us about being a pastor's kid. And next time we're talking about five things that we love because honestly, we love being a pastor's kid. Do we? Yeah, we do. We love being a pastor's kid. There are so many perks and there are so many blessings that God truly bestows on you and your family and when you devote yourself to ministry. And I truly believe that. But today, just to break the ice, we'll be talking about five things that we dislike. Not dislike, but annoy us. Like, we can survive with them, but if they weren't around, we would be happier. Okay, that's a dislike. All right. So, we first were talking about our history growing up in ministry. So, I'll like, do you want to start with that? Or Okay, so from when we were born. Remember, Kayla is one year younger than me. So, from when we were born, we were the pa- bishop's granddaughters. Right, that's how it started. We started as bishop's granddaughters, and then... It just continued from there. So, yeah, we kind of always grew up in this spotlight. And the stuff that we experienced as a PK, we experienced as a GK or a BK or BG. A BG. A BG. We, <laughs> we experienced them as a BG as well. And I believe most BGs or PKs or, yeah, experience stuff like that. So, there's a verse I want to share with you guys, and it's 1 Samuel 8, verse 1 to 3. And it says, Now it came to pass that when Samuel was old, that he made his sons judges over Israel. But his sons did not walk in his ways. They turned aside after dishonest gain, took bribes, and perverted justice. So I just want to say that often there's a there's a view that pastor's kids... um grow up thinking they're perfect or they have to be good or they have to listen but honestly even though your parents are the pastors you still have to make the decision to walk with God you still have to make the decision to be honest and just to live a good life that's pleasing to God and I believe me and Kayla we both made that decision and when we got baptized it wasn't the type of thing like Oh, our bishop's a grandfather, let's get baptized. It was more we decided that we wanted we to get baptized because it made a benefit in our life. So I'm actually gonna turn the mic over to Kayla now and she's gonna say the first thing that annoys her about being a PK or G B G. Okay, so the first thing that annoys me about being a a BG and then a PK um, is the pressure that comes along with the title. And I feel like everyone knows about this first one. It's the it's because um, if it wasn't for most of y'all, we wouldn't have this problem. So, not to throw any stones, but there's a pressure that comes along with being a PK because you have to uphold a certain standard and expectation 
or it represents your parents' ministry bad. And even though you would uphold that standard by yourself, it's a pressure to do it because if you don't do it, it looks bad on the ministry. So people you're don't give you credit for it. People don't give exactly. People don't give you credit for wanting to serve God all on your own. They decide, oh, Kimi and Kayla have to serve God because if they didn't, their parents would be so no, upset. But we would. And we do. And, and we want to. We want to. And we will. And we will. Forever. Forever. Yeah. Okay. That's true. It kind of goes into my next one is that people watch everything you do. Yeah. Like, and then they watch you, but they don't really encourage you. And they call you for everything. Like, let's say they have a new thing. They'll call you and say, can you do it? And then you feel bad not doing it because you're like, if I don't do it, I'm not helping. I'm yeah. like almost hurting the ministry. Right. So you can easily become um, burnt out and manipulated. And often you can become so lonely right. because you don't... Um, you spend so much time either working in the ministry or you spend time um, by yourself. Um, and you can just, it, it's a lonely thing because people, when people call you, sometimes people text you. It's hardly because they're like, I want to see what you're doing. It's mainly because they want it to look a certain way or they want to have a certain relationship or they just want something out of it at the end of the day. Which brings me to my next point, which is trust issues. Not just us, but a lot of PKs that I know have trust issues, not just in the church, but in their own personal lives. Because we've experienced where friends that we've grown up with, um, family members, extended family members, or just people that we know in the church have turned their back on us when you would expect them to just be our genuine friends. We try to build a genuine connection, and then we find out, oh no. They just wanted to be my friend to see, oh, what's Kayla doing in the dark? What can I, what's the new scoop on her? How can I try to tear her down? So it's hard to build genuine connection with people when you can't know who you can trust without really following the leading of the Holy Spirit. So it's really hard um, to have a genuine trust even outside of church. Yeah, I completely agree with that 100%. That's probably why I don't have much friends because I don't know. <laughs> All right, so the next one I have is that every decision you make, you consider 20 times over. So, for example, going from junior high to high school, what high school am I going to go to? Okay, I have to consider, like, how is that going to look? If you're going to university, what am I going to take? What's my career going to look like? You have to think about, okay, if I choose this one, what are people in church going to say? How is it going to be represented? Um... Um, for example, even when you look at, when you get to our age, right, and we're looking at marriage, yeah. um, who are you gonna marry? Okay, now that makes that's a decision now that doesn't just involve you, but it involves the church, yeah. and also um, how you go about it is also really looked on um, in the church world. And then if when you go beyond marriage, when you have kids, how you raise your kids and your whole life is kind of every decision you make, you really think, even when you get up in the morning and you're going to get dressed, what you, what, what you wear, you think about, okay, how is this going to make it look? Um, I don't, I wouldn't really say that it's annoying to that. I just think it's one of those things that PKs have to deal with that others don't. 
so it's not really like it's annoying like I don't want to think about it but it's just an uh, it's the added thing that I don't need right and that brings me to my next point which is we PKs and other P I don't even like the word PK to be honest I don't like how it sounds but like <laughs> yeah but pastors kids did not sign up to be pastors kids which is something I think the church needs to remember we didn't wake up one day and say oh I would love to be a pastors kid I would love the pressure I would love every uh, living in a glass house where every move you make is being watched all 24 seven um and I hate that my, not hate, but I dislike that my identity is sometimes just, it's just squished down to just one little part of me, which is that I'm a pastor's kid. And I've had one instance where I was introduced to a new group of people, and someone said, they were like, who is this girl? And someone said, oh, she's a pastor's daughter. Be careful. And I was like, what does that mean? Like, the pastor's daughter, but I'm Kayla. Who is Kayla? Kayla has so much attributes about her. So it's just kind of limiting sometimes. People just see you as that. Right. And I think it's you have to almost do more to ensure that your identity is who you are right. and original. Yeah. More than like falling into the widespread identity of a pastor's kid. So I think there's something that annoys me too is maybe it's just me, but you kind of develop a smile and a greeting when you meet people on the road who you don't know, but they know you. Yeah. And you have a smile. You're just like, oh, praise the Lord. And you just kind of smile and they say, and you know exactly what to say. And it's just something that you have to know. And I feel like everybody who's a pastor's kid kind of has that. Because when you're on the road, you're representing your parents, and you want to represent them well. So if somebody greets you on the road, and you don't know them, you've never seen them, and they want to give you a hug before COVID, you would say, like, you have to, and you want to make it seem as though you're loving and you're kind, even if you're not. But I am, but sometimes I'm not. <laughs> but that's something that really, you kind of annoy. It's annoying Um, not to say if you see me in the road, don't greet me, greet me, because I want to greet you. But it's one of those things that pastors' kids have to learn that others don't. Pastors' kids can never just let their guard down because you never know if someone that you don't know knows you. And then if you do mess up, they'll go right back to your parents or right back to your pastor, which is your parents, and say, guess what I saw Kayla doing, blah, 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 blah. But if it was just little Mary Jane from church nobody would care i would just be a regular person but now i represent the whole church my parents everybody it's so, so. true if they go to your parents they also go to the pastor <laughs> so it's like you know it's two in one it's two in one so um the next one that i have to talk about is kind of a sad one you know but it's necessary i think to bring up which is there's no room for shame being a pastor's kid and take that take a second to just take that in it's kind of it's kind of hard but it's true there's no room for shame say there's an altar call and you feel your heart being um tugged sometimes you can't really just say anything and anything you're gonna run to the altar because then someone's gonna say oh see look what she's doing behind the scenes that's why her parents can't say this because kayla's really doing that and then you feel like there's always uh something in the back of your mind where even though Jesus calls everyone for um, redemption, he has a call for 
and every though everyone has ups and downs, it's different when you're pastor's kids because you can't just let your ups and downs be made public. You have to kind of deal with it with yourself or with your parents, and you have to just kind of learn to, although we should be able to just go to church and, and um, seek God, you have to be so careful because people are always looking for a reason to say, oh, they're not as this and that. Exactly. But people talk still. <laughs> if you do good, they'll talk. If you do bad, they'll talk. So you just have to do what you're doing. Yeah. The next thing that annoys me is not really annoys, but something that I think these are more like things you have to do when you're a pastor's kid. Not really things that annoy. But one of them is <laughs> when your name is called during a sermon <laughs> and everyone's eye, everyone looks at you. You have to just like <laughs> you have to look straight. You can't make your you can't sometimes you can't laugh. Sometimes you can't like smile. You can't look even a bit sad. Even if that's not why you're sad. You can't look anyway sad. You can't look mad. Your face just has to be there like just listening. <laughs> it's so weird because everyone is looking at you. And when I say everyone, everyone's eyes are just turned like, oh. And it's just like, why are you looking at me, though? <laughs> like, what do I have to do with you? That's just funny. That's one of, that's one of the things that I know, but it makes me laugh still. I don't mind it, but it's just funny. Right. Um, another thing, it's kind of getting hard to, it's not hard to think of things, but it's hard to, to express them. But another thing that um, I think of is the topic of church hurts. People always think of church hurt towards them. Oh, how am I feeling? How is the people in the church making me feel? But how do you think sometimes pastors' kids feel when they're being church hurt by the people in the church, but they have to put on a brave face? They have to smile because you can't really be mad at the people in your parents' church and make them like have anger towards you and your parents because you're kind of there to be smiling so church hurt is a topic that for us we have to just kind of put on a brave face and try to seek god and try to not be angry with you because what are we supposed to do like yeah i think we get over situations way faster yeah like you can hurt us and tomorrow we'll come and greet you except some pastors kids are kind of different but like I feel like we will just like you could hurt us yesterday and we'll come greet you tomorrow because it's not really about us, it's more about the kingdom right. and and, and self has to be slain, even if you're a pastor's kid or not. Yeah. Keep in mind we're not just talking about us as pastors' kids, we're talking about pastors' kids in general, what they have to deal with just on a widespread basis. Yeah, yeah. But that being said too, others might have you know I think it depends on the, the, the people in your church because they can make a big difference. People in our church are nice to us, though. We have to give them that. They are. <laughs> so nice. All right. The last one I have is you are limited to how much you can do. Now, um, this is a big thing for me because sometimes I feel like there's so much that's in me to do, so many talents, so many gifts, so many um ideas, but there's an often expression that, oh, the pastor's kid is doing everything. Oh, she's doing everything. They make their kids do everything. And 
it kind of limits you because you want to do more. Uh, sometimes you feel like so if you were the pastor's kid, you could do more because it would be just more like you're they gave you that position because you have it in you, not because you're, you know? So sometimes it's just frustrating and annoying when people say that Kimmy's doing everything because she's a PK. When really, I just have it in me and I love. That's one of the things that I'll talk about next time when we talk about what we love. I love serving. I love serving in the church. I love serving the community. And if I was a pastor's kid or if I was just, a kid i would do the same thing because your character isn't built on title your character comes before title and i definitely think that thing that's what it's it is that's so true because sometimes even with us in the church it's it's a uh, you have to find a balance between me and kimmy like we both can't say we're both doing two jobs or one job that two people could do because then it's like, why are the pastor's kids doing everything? So it's either she does it, or I do it, or none of us do it. But it's like, we have to find some kind of balance just to make sure, like, it's a, it's fair to, it looks fair at least. Because we're still just people. We're just people. But just because we're in this title doesn't mean, like, we don't have drive or we should be limited. Right. I completely agree. Do you have any more I think we've dug into enough. There's there's definitely more. Don't get don't get it twisted. There's definitely more, but we can't really like go into everything. We'll be here all night. So maybe a part 2 is coming. But I want you guys to ensure that you submit your prayer requests for the Touching the Grace segment. And you can submit them on our Facebook or Instagram direct messages at I Preach Youth Ministries. Or you can email us at I Preach Ministries at Hotmail.com. Or you can come, um, you can send them in on our website at I Preach Youth Ministries.ca. Um, so I'm going to leave you with. Um, a question, and the question I ask you guys every time is, if you could be empowered today, why would you wait until tomorrow? So I love y'all. I pray that you make it through this week, whatever situation, whatever circumstance you may be faced with at this present moment. It has to flee. It has to go because you have the name of Jesus with you. And as the songwriter says, Tell me who, what, what situation, what circumstance can stand before you when you go in Jesus' name. I promise you that you have the victory tonight. Love y'all and have a good night. All right. Bye. Bye, guys.